Achieving success, being healthy and wealthy, and lifelong happiness is anyone's ultimate dream. In the grand scheme of things, self-doubt limits you from achieving great things. The path towards the zenith of success and controlling your life is at your hands. This is the Unlimited Influence. Reprogram your subconscious mind with Dr. David Snyder. Guys, how you doing? Uh, This is David. Uh, Let me see here. Okay, this is being live streamed. I'm uh, streaming to you live from what I lovingly call the NLP powerhouse. Um, This is my upstairs video streaming studio. I've got three bays in this new place, so we're testing it out. And I just wanted to make sure that everybody could uh, could see me because I'll be doing a private AMA for my my uh, my subscription members a little bit later. And I oh look, wow, everybody's on! Holy cow, where'd you all come from? Uh, let's see here. There's Bjorn. Uh, let's see here. Ron, Alexis, George, Matt, Laura. Ultra transformation and trading with clarity. Thank you so much for joining, Billy. Hey, Billy. Long time no see, brother. Holy cow. All right. Bad people are always good, so I'm good. Right on. Slimer, Daniel, Marcel, the bow. Evening, David. Having breakfast for super. Supper. Glad to be a part of the community. Lots of books. Yes. This is actually a, uh, I mean, uh, I'm kind of, I have to bounce between my Zoom platform because I'm actually st- streaming by proxy through Zoom. So there's a little bit of a delay. Um, let me see if I can reconfigure this so I can see people's chats without confusing myself as to where to look. All right. Matt says, I got notification. I'm so excited. Thanks for the invite. Oh, you're welcome. Like I said, this is, uh, this is going to be a real short one. At least my intention is for it to be short, but you know, things never quite go uh, as we intend. So while you got me, what do you want to know about? What do you want to hang out about? Um, is the lighting okay? Let me change the lighting a little bit. You tell me what you think. Uh, is that better or do you like it the other way? There's, is, is the NGOC, is, is, is it knock or knock? Looks good. Richard says, hey. Self-help rocker. I love some of you guys' uh, cool names, man. So what's going on in your world? You guys getting ready for the holidays? What's what's going on? Talk to me. Type it in the chat because I can't. I, well, obviously we don't have voice. So, but talk to me. What's going on? You look like a Star Wars guy. Nice look. Actually, this is kind of my little bit of my fanboy outfit. Um, this video is actually, or this vest rather, is rather a. Um, uh, it's taken from a a very uh, a television show that was back popular a few years ago called Lost Girl. I don't know if you saw it, but a succubus. Anyway, the, the male lead character had these really cool vests all the time. His name was Dyson. And uh, I found people who did costumes and wardrobes based on uh, television shows. And I found this and I was like, I got to have that. So anyway, Seth says, I like this way better. Laura says, devil looks better after you change the lighting. Okay. Self Rocker says the vest is cool. The shirt is from um, warnstar.com. They do uh, a lot of rock star style clothing. So I put this look together all by my lonesome, but uh, thank you for, for liking it. Alexis says, it's been crazy. We just moved. Jeff says, hi, David. Uh, looks very Indiana Jones. Has a little bit of that vibe to it. Yeah, it's, I kind of I rock that, that a little bit to use some old time terminology. 
Matt Peter says, I'm looking for charger. You mean the self-mastery supercharger? Are you looking for the videos? Or are you looking to, to enroll in the course? We've only got a few seats left for that. So if you're interested, you might want to, um, at least if I can post a link for you guys. Hold on a second. Screaming, the internet slows down just a wee bit. We got a great 22-2023 plan. So if you guys are, are interested in getting out of your house and actually, you know, hanging out with me for a few days, um, we got an amazingly cool schedule. I'm excited about it. Um, and I'm hoping a lot of you can join us. Uh, let's see. Self-Mastery Supercharger, three-day boot camp, January 13th through the 15th. Let me go ahead and get you that link. For anybody who's interested. If you're not interested, just ignore it. There you go. Uh, let's see here. James Ross says Dyson look is cool. I thought so. I thought so. Uh, let's see here. Laura says grades are starting to post. Shweta is asking, what am I here for? I'm here to hang. I was testing my equipment. I thought I'd just hang out with my peeps, you know? It's been a while. You know, with, with the schedule I have right now, it's so hard to, to maintain a good, consistent, you know, just reaching out either virtually or, or through social media. I mean, a lot of people are just living on social media right now. And believe it or not, I'm doing my best not to, um, because I think what's important for us is that we need to focus on real relationships, not virtual ones. Now, granted, if all you can do is virtual, then you do what you got. But if you have the wherewithal to get out and be amongst people, and feel okay with it, I think you're gonna find it's gonna improve everything else about the other aspects of your life. One of the things that I've really been kind of railing against for quite some time is this enforced isolationism. You know, I, I, to a certain degree, I understand it, but like so many things human beings do, we've gone way, way overboard. We've gone to the extreme and now the pendulum started to swing back. So I think for our health and for the sake of, you know, realizing we're all in this together, um, we need to get back together and not just build these virtual firewalls between us where we're connected by video connection. So as much as I appreciate and I love social media, I think I think we need to all come together physically um, and, and kind of build our communities together. And anyway, that's just my my ramblings, so to speak. Uh, let's see. Um, can I, Sweetest asked, can I talk about channeling? I can talk about channeling. You got to give me a, a specific question. One of the things you're going to find out when I do an AMA, and um, this is a public AMA, I'll be doing a private one later about uh, 5 p.m. Pacific for my platinum and diamond members. So if you guys want to participate in that, and that's a little bit more interactive because I actually post a Zoom link and uh, we literally just have a conversation rather than me just talking to you through chat or whatever. If I were to do that on, you know, through this medium, it's just a public thing, it would be chaos. But for those of you who want a little bit more personal attention, a little bit more personalized answers, uh, I encourage you to at least join our platinum membership so you can uh, so you can actually uh, participate in those. They get kind of, we can get to 40, 50 people at a time in there, but that's still somewhat manageable, much more so than this, where the, the chats are literally flying by so fast, I can barely see a lot of them, right? Um, uh, Jeff says, I watched John Overdurf. Okay. On the, uh, on the deep trans phenomena, deep trans identification that we talked about, I'm assuming. 
right? Bjorn's asking, do you have an event scheduled for 2022? Yes, if you go to davidsnydernlp.com forward slash events. Uh, in fact, here's a link again. This is to my self-mastery supercharger course, which is the first one we're doing uh, live in January, but there's a whole list of events coming up throughout 2022. Up through May, I believe we've got events. We may actually have them actually through November now, but we actually, we actually have uh, events planned uh, all the way out throughout 2023. Um, it's just, I think only the 2022 ones have made it to the website so far. So if you guys want to plan out your year, um, this is a good way to do it. Keep in mind that depending on, you know, if a lot of our trainings are actually tax deductible, if you're taking them for things, you're, if you're taking things that you're going to use in your business, you can actually write off. This is, I don't, a lot of people know this. Some people don't. You can write off most of your seminars as some form of training and, and get the deduction and a little bit of a tax break. So um, that's actually something I've been doing most of my life. I pretty much made my entire uh, life a tax write-off by finding the things I love to do, um, paying to do them, and then training other people to do them. So I get, I get it on both ends. Um, so that's a little, you know, again, make your lifestyle, your tax write-off, if that makes any kind of sense. Um, so, uh, let's see here. Abraham Hicks, I believe there's Balthazar guy. I think he's fake. Okay. People are asking me about, uh, channeled sources, which I'm, I'll admit I'm not an expert on. I can talk about it. Um, but I, I kind of grew out of my channeling phase back in the late nineties when I first moved to, uh, uh, Coral Springs, Florida. And I was, this is actually where I got into, I was actually living in uh, just between the border of Pembroke Pines and Davie, Florida, when I first got into hardcore metaphysics, which started with Reiki. And then it kind of went through this whole Pleiadian phase and kind of worked my way back to mainstream. And now I'm moving towards that uh, merging of extremes again. But I, I went through the whole, uh, the Seth phase and all these other different channeling processes. And I'm, I think they can bring through good information, but I also am highly skeptical. Because once again, when you're starting to deal with metaphysics, um, it's very, very easy to be sold a bunch of snake oil. So here's, here's my, my thoughts on channeling, and I'll, I'll go through some of the other <clears throat> questions that I see popping up here. Um, I think it's important that spiritual knowledge, spiritual information can come to us from anything. It can come to us from anywhere. It can come to us really from like I, to quote Lex Luthor, some people can read the back of a man, a cereal box and come away with the secrets of the universe. Other people can have the weight of the Quran or the Bible fall on their head and never get it. Um, so I think if you're really conscious and, and you're open to things, your filters are, are set a certain way, uh, spiritual knowledge, spiritual um, ideas can come from anywhere, but here's, and this is something I take from the Buddhists. And I think it's, something that has really stood the test of time. Uh, it's certainly made its way into everything I teach. And that is simply this, believe nothing, test everything. Um, be open to the possibility that something is possible. Take the information and test it. And if, it, if it's solid, if it bears fruit, build it into your platform or your way of doing things and then seek to add something else. But always, always, always be testing the information that you receive, period, end of story. Um, I really can't stress that enough. Some of us begin to, um, because we get into these deep trance states when people are channeling to us, we go into trance too. People don't want to question or think about or apply or test the information that they're given. And part of it is because there's part of us that loves being in that flow state, that, that trance. 
Uh, and because of that, we don't want to break the flow of that state. And we tend to just accept things that come in that get put into us without actually testing them. I talk about this a lot in my um, CPI level two course, which is all on the neuroscience of narrative and metaphor, uh, where we talk about omega stories, which is why people believe things based that are, that are given to them or delivered to them in the context of a story. There's a lot of neuroscience that shows why people can believe and why, in fact, storytelling is by far the most powerful form of influence and persuasion known to man, short of a gun to your head. Um, and and the, the scariest part about story work is that uh, when it's done properly, it's never perceived as an attempt to influence. You just go into trance and you just get sucked into the story. Um, but anyway, so um, again, I believe spiritual knowledge information can come from anywhere, you know, um, the question is, how do you integrate it and how do you test it? So I hope that that helps. Um, us here says, where do I go to study hermetics? I start all of my students off didactically. In other words, theoretically, I start off with uh, initiation into hermetics by Franz Barden. It is not an easy, I will warn you right up front. It is not an easy read. Um, and in many ways, the hermetics are still guarding their secrets metaphysically. You, you, you could spend 10 or 20 years on that book and still only begin to scratch the surface of it. But in the physical trainings that we do, in the, in the drills that we teach, uh, you can find the analogs to everything that we're doing in the real world in that book, in some, in, in some location. So um, again, if, if you're going to study hermetics, you got to think long-term. This is not, thermetics is not something that's going to, going to, it can pay you short-term results. We can shorten the curve, but we can't eliminate it. Um, but this is a, again, this is a multiple lifetime study, right? If you believe in past lives. So start with initiation or hermetics. Uh, I used to start people off with the Kabbalion, but it's a little too poetic and a little too vague in some respects. Um, and some of my students have come to me saying, you know, it, it seems like there's an awful lot of embedded commands. Um, space throughout that particular book. And as I go back and I look at it, I can see where that might be true. Um, so again, be a little bit more educated on some of these books because the art of suggestion is not new. It's been around for as long as mankind has been around. And there are people out there who may have never opened an NLP book in their life who are masters of delivering suggestion. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Balram Ahaha asks, what are the outcomes of the program of vibrational influence? What do people learn after finishing that program? Uh, Balram, when you do vibrational influence, you're going to start with the foundation skills of kinesthetic rapport and entrainment, empathic transference, and self-directed state control that we give you in killer influence, uh, CPI, and to some degree in self-master supercharger and identity by design. And then you're going to you're going to realize that that is your foundation for all of these other transpersonal phenomena. So you'll learn. Uh, not only once you've figured out how to, to get and test rapport with another human being, you learn how to get and test rapport with the universe, the various elemental planes, um, how to use it for manifestation, healing, tapping into your psychic abilities, um, self-evolution, things of that nature. Um, in the upcoming seven-day mega training that we're doing in Costa Rica in May, uh, we'll be going deep dive into Jin creation, advanced manifestation tactics and techniques, uh, Kuji In and Kuji Kiri uh, practices from the ancient esoteric ninja and uh, Mikyo traditions. Uh, we'll be doing Reiki's one and two. Uh, if we'll do Reiki one for sure, if we have time to do Reiki two, um, we'll be covering that. We'll be going into energetic projection, um, elemental harmonics, sound work, 
Um, what else did I have planned for that? Um, oh, and some Kabbalistic uh, meditations for manifestation and transformation. So this is kind of, um, this is David just kind of doing a brain dump on whoever's in the room for seven straight days in a very systematic and experiential way. There's going to be a huge amount of um, drilling going on. Um, not just going to, you're not just going to be sitting taking notes, but um but yeah, that's kind of what we got planned for vibrational influence. Our regular vibrational influence course covers remote healing, uh, remote viewing, uh, remote influence tactics, energetic harmonics, and uh, elemental rapport, uh, as well as manifestation techniques. So I hope that that answers your question. Uh, Vertigo gives me a big heart. Thank you, Vertigo. Get smart quick says, hey, Pleiadian in the year one aliens lack practicality, white light, new age nonsense, ruining spirituality. Yep. Uh, self-help rocker i used to go to the spiritual retreats to see chandlers it was a cult i see chandlers as cult leaders they absolutely can be they absolutely can be um but yeah but here's the other thing and this is something that is always a little controversial just because something is a cult doesn't make it bad believe it or not not all cults are malevolent there certainly are a huge number of them that are manipulative and malevolent but there are also a lot who are actually doing some really good work. So before, you know, it's, it's easy to throw that label cult around. Um, but at the end of the day, look at the, what they're producing, look at the results they're producing in the world before we run out and judge it. If that makes any kind of sense right now, if, if the cult is absolutely, you know, limiting the people you could associate with, it's trying to run your life. It's telling you all these things, you know, well, they do it or else kind of an, then, you know, again, make the distinction between a benevolent and a malevolent cult. But just because something's a cult doesn't make it evil, doesn't make it bad. Okay. People are always looking for a place to belong, a place where they fit in. And ironically, cults, aka communities, do that. Right. Again, as a hermeticist and as a neurolinguistic programmer, um, I don't, I don't tend to view the world. Uh, through a simplified lens of good or evil, you know, good or not good. Uh, I do it more so through the eyes of, is it promoting harmony and balance or imbalance? Um, is it useful or is it not useful? Right? Like I said before, my, you know, I, you, know I, you might've heard me talk about this when I talk about belief systems a little bit. It's like my belief system is that all belief systems are bullshit, including mine. They're just a set of rules that somebody made up to control themselves and or other people. And at the end of the day, the value of any belief system should be based on the results it produces in your life. If the belief systems that you embrace are creating the life you want, keep those belief systems. If they're not creating the life that you want, if they're taking value away or they're taking joy away from your life, then you need to change those beliefs. And the only one who can do that is you, right? We can, we, you know, other people can share other belief systems with you, but at the end of the day, you're the one that has to decide to hang up the old beliefs and try on the new ones, just like you try on new sets of clothes to see if they work for you, right? But all belief systems are just a set of rules that somebody made up to control somebody else, right? It could be rules you made up to control you. More, more, than, more often than not, it's rules your parents or your culture or your educational system made up to control everybody in that system. At the end of the day, the spiritual path is an individual one. We talk, we just finished a golden path. We talk about the Tao, right? Well, the, there is no Tao. There's my Tao. There's your Tao. There is no the Tao. 
if that makes any kind of sense. Each and every one of us has to find our own spiritual path and our way of making our lives what we want in this world. And people can give you pointers, they can give you some guidance, but they can't do it for you. And they can't produce your results for you. So test everything. It goes back to this whole idea. Test everything. If it works for you, keep it. If it doesn't, chuck it and find something that does. Right? So um, let's see. Alexis is... um, Nathaniel Brandon Big asked, how do I get my body loose? I tried everything. Magic framing, uh, the reason, burst breathing yoga. What do you recommend? I would start with systemic low, uh, low acrobatics or ground flow. Um, I would look into getting with somebody to do some regression therapy with you to find out what the tension generation is. Um, you may even want to consider looking at uh, some acupuncture designed to regulate your chi flow. That's, that's kind of where I would start. One of those is going gonna, is gonna to give you some traction on it and they'll give you a direction to follow, right? Um, let's see here. Hold on a second. I just jumped way the frick down here. Um, Gotama, Gotama says, as a security guard, I use, I often use vibrational influence. Slimmer says, initiation hermetics. How do we test when we're not skilled and it takes years and is tiring? We don't know who is who. Again, um, what are you going to learn channeling for? What are you going to a channeler for? Are you going it to learn some principles to live your life? Are you going there to learn a specific technique to create a specific effect in your life? Define what it is you actually want to get from this particular source, right? And then find a concrete way to put that into practice and evaluate for yourself after a reasonable number of repetitions if it's bearing fruit or not, right? And that's a very, a very individualized thing. Right. And, and on my channel, I, and I can't speak for everybody else's channel. You spend any amount of time on my channel, you're going to come away with very solid, very testable, concrete ways right off the bat to get change. Right. Whether it's for the echo technique, uh, the emotional values checklist, uh, spinning, magic frame, whatever. You're going to get a solid, hardcore technique that you can just point to where you feel it and create change. That's how we roll. We're, we're, not, we're not faith healers. We're not faith-based people. We're Gnostics. We, we, we learn and we practice from direct experience where belief is secondary to practicality and being able to apply it. So in our world, um, we, just, we, we need to know what we want, how we're going to know we have it, and then we find a technique that allows us to get there. We apply the technique and we either got the result or we didn't. We've got feedback and we need to keep modifying what we do until we get the result we want, right? Without being married to a specific systemic or dogmatic way of doing something, right? Um, practice and repetition. Us here says, thank you. King Sakura, how to handle ADHD? Can it be cured with hypnosis? And what mature course do you recommend? For you, King, I would start with two things, actually. A, I would start looking into acupuncture a little bit. Um, the book Red Gold has some really, really good attention and focus training exercises that you can use to develop your ability to pay attention as a skill set rather than just uh, an attribute that we have. And then, of course, hypnosis can absolutely help with ADD. Most of my experience has been that most people with ADD don't actually have ADD. They're just bored. Um, they're extremely intelligent. Their mind works extremely fast, and they get bored. 
right? If you can play a video game for hours on end, if you can read a book that just sucks you in, if you can watch a tele, if you can binge watch on Netflix, you do not have ADD, period. You just don't, okay? What you have is an interest disorder, right? You're bored. So while ADHD is a thing, it's not as big a thing as a lot of people would like us to believe, okay? Because ADHD should be systemic. It shouldn't matter if you're reading a book, watching Netflix, playing a video game. But if it only happens when you're in a classroom, that doesn't sound like ADHD to me, right? It sounds pretty context specific. Uh, what are the requirements for vibrational influence? Alexis, if you're talking about the, the seven day Costa Rica training, there are none. This is the only class, vibrational influence class, I've ever taught where we've actually waived the prereqs. Uh, and it's because we have seven days. We do expect you to keep up though, because we, we, we will hit the ground running. Um, but no, as of, as of right now, uh, we have 30 slots available and I think 10 of them are already taken. Um, but um, there are no prereqs for this class and it will be in Costa Rica. So get your traveling shoes on, right? Uh, let's see here. Uh, there's Cynthia. Hey, David. Baram says, thanks, sir. Yeah, Seth is saying, Seth, if you were coming to our traditional vibrational influence class, uh, what Seth is saying in the chat would absolutely be true. We made, a, we made a command decision or executive decision to remove the, uh, remove the prereqs for this, uh, this Costa Rica training. So, so take, get it while you can, because I don't know that I'll ever do this one again. Uh, Daniel says, occult just means hidden most of the time. Hidden teachings are occultic. Okay, culture like a family. Yeah, that's true. Uh, let's see here. Rich says, peace, David. Rich Welch says, peace, everybody. Peace back, Rich. Cesar says, what's up, David? What's up, Dr. Schneider? I saw a point in here where I'm connected to somebody close only. And often it's out of love. People say we felt change, but I will be exhausted if I want to see some change. Okay. You're going to have to elaborate on that, Shweta, because I'm not sure exactly what you're, what you're referring to. Uh, King Squirt says, opinions on the Yun method. Are you talking about Jeffrey Yun? Because I'm not... Um, you're going to have to give me some back, more background on that, King, because I'm not sure what we're talking about just yet. Self-help rocker says, David, regarding cults, true. For me, the negatives of the cult I remember is that it's the community of cult followers more than the organization. I saw disturbing sides of human nature. Yes, you will. Um, and that's that, that disturbing side of human nature is in all of us. And part of our golden path is that what's kind of what I refer to on, on your personal spiritual journey is learning how to integrate those, how to, how to transform them. That's what pure alchemy is. And that's what most occult practices should be is a form of transformational, transpersonal alchemy that gives you access to the full, the full power and glory of your magical self. Hope that makes sense. Because I think we're inherently we're all magical beings and we have these CDs or abilities inside of us that are just largely dormant because of where we're at in terms of our own spiritual development. But as we get on our golden path and we start to unlock and perform the alchemy and the transmutation and the reversals that need to happen, the Kabbalists would say we're making our tikkun, then these abilities open up, they blossom like the, the, the petals of a flower. And we can use those to bring more of our personal light into the world. Let's see here. Uh, Ultra Transformation Therapy says, hi, David, why is hermetic so important to you and how do you incorporate it into what you do? It's important to me because hermetics explains pretty much everything that works in the spiritual universe as well as the physical one. 
Uh, it is by far the oldest system of rules that the universe works by. And when you distill, and you, when you see the world through the eyes of NLP, for example, which teaches us to look at everything in terms of process and structure. When you see the world through those lenses, you see that everything distills down to the interaction and the, the amount, the, the modular creation of these basic hermetic principles that are supposedly running everything in existence. So to me, hermetics is, this, is kind of like the, the, the Rosetta Stone, for lack of a better word, of all these other spiritual practices that are fragments of a much larger whole. By looking at things through the eyes of process and structure, we can begin to reassemble and make sense of various fragments from all these other spiritual disciplines that have survived to this day. To me, hermetics brings it all together and allows everything to make sense and everything to be um, integrated in a very powerful way. Let's see. So Kyra says, hey, David, how you doing? Really appreciate the talk on Saturday. I've experienced the gift yesterday. And I'm still processing, but let me ask you this opinion on outdoors playing and indoors playing. I don't know what that means. Uh, can you elaborate on that, please? Gotama says, I play poker. It's easy after reading the book on microexpressions. Oh, yeah, very much. Revelation, according to you, what are some questions each and every one of us should ask ourselves in order to better know our golden path? Probably the most important question is what brings you joy? What gives you energy to do? Because if they bring you joy and they bring you energy and they allow you to express yourself, and I think that's one of the bigger ones, it allows you to express yourself and create an effect in the world, then those are the things that are part of your golden path. They have to be, otherwise they wouldn't bring you joy. So those are the, those are the top three. There's lots of others and we cover those in our golden path workshops. Um, which I think the next one is November of 2022. I've changed it's going to tell me the offer sheet to recommended prerequisite. Okay, well, we'll look at that when it's time. I mean, we've got almost a, we've got, we've got a good uh, six or seven months before we've got to do that class. So we'll look at that. Uh, Self-help rocker. In these cult environments, people lose consciousness and common sense. They'll leave anything and they're very suggestible to these environments. Absolutely. Because a lot of cult indoctrination is about what they call um, shedding out a person. And what I mean by that is in Golden Path, we talk about the spirit or the Shen. And the Shen is, is, is a pure light aspect of yourself that comes from source. And it wants to be fully embodied. So when you're fully present, we call you're, you're doing what we call shedding in. More of your spirit is coming into your body and flowing out into the world. What a lot of hostile and malevolent cult practices do is they systematically cause you to shen out. They traumatize the body to the point where uh, the spirit actually does not want to be in the body. And a, another a lower fragment of consciousness takes over and you become robotic in order to survive in that cult. So that's, and that's a big piece of malevolent. It's, it's also part of a lot of, you see a lot of these same practices in benevolent cults too. Um, but are they making, my, my, my biggest question is always, is it making the person's life better, right? Some people would call uh, AA a cult, right? But is it helping people? Is it, is, it, is it, are they better off in the cult than not, right? Who am I to say? 
Certainly there are people, family members who are on the outside of that who would look at things and say, no, you're not being the person I want you to be and the person I think you should be. So I'm going to go in and kidnap you from that cult and deprogram you. Right. And you know what, there's a place for that too. You know, and, and I, I think at the end of the day, are the people really happy? Or are they trapped? And, and that's a hard thing to just from the outside looking in, um, make a determination of, but yeah, a lot of cult practices are very, very dangerous and um, harmful to a person's health and body. Right. Uh, let's see here. Thanks for reading anyways. What is your passion, David? What do you, what do I do other than this? Um, when I'm not doing this, I'm either studying more about how to do this or I'm thinking about when I get to do this next. Um, um, and the rest of the time I'm either sleeping or dealing with my children. Um, people have been after me now to sit down and actually write some books, which I keep flirting with the idea. And then I realize, and, and then uh, I just uh, do a video instead of a book and people yell at me, but, um, but I'm, I'm actually going to sit down at some point and start putting a lot of this information in book form so people can read them and then decide if they want to level up and uh, kind of go through our processes and things of that nature. But that's kind of what I do. You know, if, I'm, if, if, I, if I need some super alone time, uh, I will just like most people, I'll binge watch Netflix for a couple of days just to kind of so I don't have to deal with people or be in anybody else's energy field or things like that. But most of what I do is, is, is actually thinking of ways that I can spend more time with you physically, you know, um, because I really believe that there are forces out there in our, in our current culture, our current society that have a very malevolent agenda from our perspective, from their perspective, they think they're doing the world good. Um, and I just don't. And, and so part of my path is to show people how to get what they want faster and easier. And I want a lot, there's a lot of stuff I want. So I'm always looking for ways to get what I want faster and easier kind of rolls downhill. So that's kind of what I do, right? Um, uh, let me hear. So I think it looks like 86 Tella says, please help me. I'm having PTSD from a uh, childhood tree triggered trauma. You might want to reach out to our, um, our clinic at 858-481-1438 and talk to one of our trained therapists and associates and see if they can help you, 86. Uh, let me put that number in the chat for people. It's 858-481-1438. That's our clinic number. Everybody gets a free 30-minute consultation to determine if your case is a fit for our methods. After you pass our screening, we'll discuss strategies and tactics to help you get the situation resolved in the shortest amount of time possible. If we can help you, we'll tell you. If we can't, we'll tell you that too. We'll point you in the direction of where we think you might get that help that you need so much. Uh, so when you're ready to, to uh, schedule your consultation, give us a call 858-481-1438 and we'll help you as best we can. You may not get me, but you'll get one of the people that I trust to actually do this work. Uh, next golden path is December 5th through the 7th. There's Ashlyn. Nigel, we only want what's best. Well, Nigel, sorry, every time I see the word Nigel, I just got it. That's the only song I remember. Um, he once described a method of using adverb, adjective, prenup, or it's precepts, not prenups. That's a completely different topic. Uh, to get a woman to leave her husband. Uh, no, it wasn't, it wasn't adverb, adjective, precepts that I used. It was uh, an incredible connection pattern, which is more of a pattern leaving exercise. 
Um, where might I find that exact method? I spent thousands on your courses just trying to find it. Um, you won't find it in my, uh, in my courses, Nigel, uh, not directly. And I'll, I'll tell you why that is there. Um, in the, in the old uh, rapid romance systems that I, you know, back in the day, um, there were, there were patterns called the door and the boyfriend destroyer, which was specifically designed to hypnotically program somebody to leave their boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever. Um, the episode I describe in, in my videos was a time that I ran uh, a connection pattern on a young lady, ran out of something, ran out of anything else to say, did it again. And then I couldn't think of anything else to say, so I did it again. So I wound up fractionating and stacking this incredible connection pattern. And um, she wound up leaving her husband, right? Um, but there was, no, there was no intent for that to happen at all. Um, it was something that she took upon herself to do, which is why you have to be careful um, with the people that you're using these skills. And these things are powerful, guys. I'm not, I don't sit here and, and just throw out shit that don't work. This stuff is extraordinarily powerful when it's delivered properly. And so I spent as much time helping people kind of, you know, work out their quirks and their, their, their little dark demons as much as I do giving them the tools to go out and, make, and give themselves the life they want the way that they want. You don't need, uh, you know, you, you don't need to, to harm people. You don't need to give people negative suggestions. You don't need to do these things that a lot of the more malevolent and manipulative uh, subsystems or derivatives of NLP like to use. Um, certainly they can work, but uh, you don't need to use them. You really don't. Um, there's much better ways to do it, in my opinion. Um, but I just wanted to kind of set the record straight that I, there was no pattern for, that I used to make somebody break up. You, there are patterns that will do that. That just wasn't what I was doing. Okay, so I hope that answers your question. Uh, Ralph Fiend says, hello, sir. What's my zodiac sign? No parking. Uh, <laughs> uh, no. Um, actually, I was born April 20th, 1966. I will let you do the math on that one. Uh, Self-help rocker says, yes, David, it's robotic. That's why my old friends in the cult social circles were like, is there, it's like their minds were hijacked. Yeah, well, their minds were hijacked. You know, um, and again, malevolent culture out there, you know, and that's why the best, the best defense we can have, my friends, is education and, and the ability to recognize these things when they're being deployed. This is why a lot of my courses, you know, even if you never want to use an embedded command or a connection pattern or, you know, the emotional, I don't know why you wouldn't want to use emotional bonding checklists. It's just the most ethical, honest way to get people to want to do what you want them to do. But even if you never use them or deploy them in the field, it's, it's helpful just knowing what they are, how they're done, how to do them for no other reason than having the ability to recognize them. Because the only way you will recognize it is if you understand it and know how to do it, right? So if you want to protect yourself, from this kind of info and it's out there and it's only going to get there's only going to get more and more of it as time goes on can't not you are going to be the target of this one way or another so you might as well learn it get good at it so you can depend, defend yourself against it because without the awareness of these things you don't have a choice about whether it's going to affect you or not without awareness there is no choice so the first my first job as a teacher is to make you more aware 
both aware of yourself and what's going on inside of you, but as well as what's going on outside of you. What are the messages that you're receiving? What are the meta structures that are being deployed against you or at you to get you to comply and, and psychologically move you in the direction that larger, more well-equipped forces want you to do, right? And at the end of the day, well, the, you know, once you recognize them, you now have a choice about how to let them affect you and comply. Without that, there is no choice. It's going to get you. The only, the only question is how long will it take? Some of us will hold out longer than others. But at the end of the day, if you ever watched my little metronome video, even the most socially rebellious one caves eventually. It's how physics work. It's the law. It's, it's just how the law of nature works. Um, so, but with, with awareness, with understanding, if the metronome could get up and physically move, if the metronome could get up and physically knock its buddies over and knock it out of sync, well, there would be more choice. But if you can't, if you don't have that ability, you don't have the ability to move yourself, much less other people. Okay. Um, not a perfect metaphor, but I hope it makes sense. Um, let's see here. Let's see here. Uh, oh, we have spammers. Oh, well. Hold on a second while I remove that. Okay. Uh, let's see here. What does it mean when you enter into someone's energy field and feel a warm sensation in your solar plexus? Maybe better phrased, how is the solar plexus significant in reading individuals? Um, the solar plexus has a lot to do with personal magnetism, confidence, and charisma. Uh, so many times, um, the warmth, the, where you feel the warmth is analogous to where they're coming from. Like, for example, if someone's very heart-centered, when, when they talk to you, you may feel warmth emanating outward from your heart area, if that makes any kind of sense. If they're more um, earthy, more sexuality-driven, you, you may feel weird sensations emanating from there. Solar plexus is a lot about personal power and, and uh, self, uh, really about personal power. And so when people are coming, so it's a little bit more on the selfish side, not so much on the interpersonal side. So when you feel this warmth, it's, it can, again, you have to decide, does it make you feel good or does it make you feel bad? But that's usually an indication in my world of the energy center that they're predominantly communicating from, if that makes any kind of sense. Vinny says, if you need a mod in the chat, let me know. Let me see here. Let's see here. Uh, now, Brom, don't spam. He'll answer when the time is right. Well, I'll do my best. I may have to jump off soon because I got, I believe it or not, I'm putting a little, uh, I'm re re renovating my garage and turning it into a little micro martial arts studio. Uh, and I got a guy downstairs putting in mirrors. Uh, so I may have to jet down there in a few minutes to check on him. But I'm going to stay on a little while longer because I'm having fun. Uh, and for those of you who want to actually have dialogue with me, uh, I encourage you to become one of our platinum subscribers. Uh, platinum subscribers get two AMAs a month. And I basically, in the private channel, I post a Zoom link. And uh, we come in on the first and third Mondays of the month. And you all just log in. And I just go down the list of who's in there. And I go, what's your question? And you get to talk to physically talk to me. And um, I answer your questions. You know, um, 
and then we repost those for everybody who's platinum level and up to watch. And then uh, if you want to go up to the diamond level, you can come join us on the third Saturday of every month. And it's a Zoom link and you log in. And what we do then is I literally go around everybody in the chat and I find out what they want to know about. And I look at everything and I create this lesson plan on the spot. And then I drill, I, I physically teach you and, and drill you on those skills for, for four hours, usually 11 to four, usually longer than four hours until you can do them in your sleep. And then I send you off into the world to, uh, to, to, to apply your skills. So for those, and you also get the, the replays of all the masterminds that we've done and all the AMAs that we've done. Uh, you just got to log into your YouTube channel to get those. So if you're interested in, in getting more FaceTime, no pun intended, um, and more dialogue time with me, um, I encourage you to, uh, to become one of our platinum subscribers. It's only like 25 bucks, 27 bucks a month, something like that. It's not, it's not a lot. If you want to be a diamond member, it's like 97 bucks because you actually get training from me rather than just me answering your questions. And there's a whole bunch of other perks and benefits that go along with that. I didn't, I didn't jump on here to promote that, but a lot of people are asking about this, that, and the other thing. So I just thought I'd throw that out there. Um, but if you go to your community tab, it'll, it'll give you the option to, to kind of join at whatever level you're comfortable with. We have a, we have a gold left membership level, which is like 10 bucks a month, uh, which lets you look at all the replays from all the masterminds that we've done, but you don't actually get the participation side of it and you don't get the AMAs, but you do get um, access to the, uh, the mastermind archive that we do. So, um, Pippin wants to know about personal individual sessions, the cost and how long they last, who can they, be, what can be covered during these sessions. Best thing to do, Pippin, is to give my clinic a call at 858-481-1438, or you can call my other office, 858-282-4663, and I'll talk to Stephanie, and she will uh, give you all that information, okay? Uh, let's see here. Us here says, wow. So she realized that something better, more connected with her was out there. Actually, um, us, you're actually right. We actually did have a relationship for about five or six years uh, until I decided to move to California. And uh, after, after me, she met a guy who was remarkably like me. Um, and last time I checked, she was ridiculously happy. Um, and I'm really, really happy for her because she was not in a good place when I met her. Um, and so, yeah, in a short, there's, there's a whole, there's a whole epic love story behind that one, but, um, it all worked out. It really did. And that's why I say there's, there's no need to be selfish or malevolent with these skills. You can get anything you want practically by showing people how to get what it is that they want. Um, and that's what we're doing. So let me see here. Okay. Sorry, you hear a lot of dinging. It's because my, my, my Twitter alarm is going off. Apparently, there's a lot of activity on my Twitter channel. Uh, let's see here. Ambrose Heria says, David, NLP power, baby. Viva la, viva la NLP. Actually, what we do, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of challenging because what we do is so far beyond classical NLP. It's, it's really kind of hard to say. It, 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 NLP almost limits us. But it is what it is. That's how people know us, so that's what we keep. Orange River LA says the dynamics of a cult sound a lot like the dynamics of a drug or meth house. Yeah, you're not wrong. Amelia, Seth Bieber, which subscription applies to the AMA today? That would be the platinum membership. Uh, Seth, I don't know if um, you want to text me the link and I'll put the text in the chat for people. But um, yeah, uh, let's see. Okay, it looks like we've reached the bottom. 
Anybody else have any other questions? I'm, I'm happy to uh, answer those. Elaine says, I thoroughly enjoy your way of educating us long time forward. Well, thank you, Elaine. That's very kind of you. I'm very glad um, that so many people get value and, and transformation from what we do. Um, because I think at the end of the day, everybody, make, everybody makes promises that few people deliver on. And I think in a world where there's so much smoke and mirrors, so much snake oil, it's nice when people can say, look, just take this and do it. And if you want more, come back and try it out and, and, and ask for more. So um, thank you for that, Elaine. I really do appreciate you. Uh, let's see. Ralph says, hey, David, I want to send you a pair of cowboy boots. How can you reach me? You know what? <laughs> Ralph, if you, want to, if you want to send me a pair of cowboy boots. <laughs> All right, here you go. 3830 Valley Center Drive. Sweet. 705 PMB 371 San Diego. California, 92130. That'll be a hoot. Uh, my boot size is 10 or 10 and a half. I forget which, I think it's 10. I don't know, I won't take my shoe off to find out. <clears throat> anyway, uh, Christian Delian, what do I do if I have a hard time feeling the emotions or memories I call up when using the magic frame or spinning ball teddy? It's very simple, Christian. Pretend that you do. I, it sounds trite, it sounds like a cop-out, but it's a workaround. The same parts of your neurology that are activated in magic frame are the same parts that are activated when you pretend. And because most of the things we pretend are built of internal resources that are directly connected to our memories and our beliefs, it will work just the way, the same way. The only difference is you may have to do a few more repetitions, but even then you probably won't. But if you play pretend, just like when you were a little kid playing pretend in the backyard, most of these techniques are gonna just zap stuff for you. But after that, it's just repetition. So I hope that helps. Um, Self-help rocker says, David, thank you for your time. It's good to see, it's good to see you guys again. Like I said, it's been so long. You know, our, ch our channel's gone through a lot of changes in the past couple of years, especially this last specific 18 months. Um, and I'd like us to get back to me posting more clips from our trainings and stuff, but I just haven't had as much time to do that as I would like. Um, and so I've had to make do with, you know, the AMAs are great. I think they're awesome, but I think people really like the little snippets that we put out too. So I'd like to find a way to, to do that more, but right now we're, we're kind of restructuring the company from the inside out to go with the growth and the, the new normal. Um, but I would really like to get back to posting, you know, little snippets and things like that again. Otherwise, we'll get out to our trainings and we'll do more. Uh, now that we have our new headquarters kind of 80, 90% completed, the NLP powerhouse, which is where I'm streaming to you from, um, we'll start doing more in-person masterminds. Uh, we'll be doing some energy classes here, some healing classes here. Um, we've, we're, 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 maybe I, well, I've got you here. I can ask you guys this. I've been thinking about doing like weekend healing intensive where I bring in a group of maybe five to seven people. And it's kind of like you get to watch me do therapy on every person in the room. So it's like, everybody's there, everybody's learning, but it's actually me putting you in the chair 
going through exercises and then sending you off to process, bringing the next person up and just, and just kind of round robining you through therapeutic interventions and things like that. I got the idea from my, my colleague, Brent Baum, who does these healing intensives for his students. And now that I've got a facility, I thought about doing that. It wouldn't be cheap. I'm going to tell you that right off the bat. I haven't really figured out a price, but it would have to be significant. But how many of you, if that opportunity were available, would be interested in something like that? I'm, I'm just curious. Irene Baller says, I used your technique of going back safe life with color correlated. Every time I think of that color now, I feel at peace. Is this me programming my subconscious mind? Absolutely. It's, it's actually you using your subconscious mind to reprogram your subconscious mind. So yeah, that's how, that's how nature intended us to work. God intended us to work, really. Uh, Ralph says, can I text you those numbers on those numbers? Yes. Uh, reach out to Stephanie, 858-282-4663. She'll forward it to me or reach out to me on Facebook. Uh, you might be able to message me on YouTube too. I don't, I'm not as savvy with YouTube stuff as I should be. What is my take on modern dating? Um, Revelation, can you ask me a more targeted question? I'm not really sure what aspect of dating we're talking about. Have you ever tried to develop your intuition with the help of hypnosis and use it for Forex kind of things? I, I have a lot of issues with anything to do with math. Um, but... I have had a lot of clients, a lot of my students who are trading, are in the trading industry, and they've used my systems to kind of get the emotion out so they can more, more accurately predict the, the rises and falls of the market so they can trade more effectively. So I have never done it personally, but I've done it for a lot of my, my clients. Okay. Um, how would you define intuition? Intuition from an NLP perspective is the ability to chunk laterally and draw connections between things that most people who uh, can't. So it's more of a lateral um, integrative function. Um, generally people who have um, the, well, it's, it's hard to understand, but there's a, if you look at somebody's third eye, a lot of times you'll see a circular flat space. Which, which usually indicates the third eye is open, which means their intuition is a lot more open. So they perceive connections between things that people whose consciousness or their third eye is not awakened don't. When we come to conclusions because we perceive connections between cause and effect that are obvious, people who are less into or who are more intuitive see subtler causal linkages that are outside the realm of most people's perception. That's what I, they, they perceive causal linkages, if that makes sense, or they draw inferences from things that are, that are um, accurate. Now, if we were looking at this from a neuroscience perspective, we would say these people have a much better evolved predictive nervous system because the nervous system is, if, if the book you wanna read for this is, it's called The Theory of Constructive Emotion. Um, it's a book called How Emotions Are Made by Dr. Lisa Barrett. Um, and she'll talk about all the neuroscience. Your neurology is constantly predicting things anyway. And then what it does is when, it, when, it, when the reality of what it encounters matches the prediction, things just move smooth. When it, the reality out, out here doesn't match what the prediction says, the unconscious mind literally rewinds your memories, changes it to what you encountered and moves you forward again. It's a very bizarre. That's what the neuroscience is telling us. So to me, someone who's deeply intuitive has a much higher 
more finely tuned neurology in terms of its ability to predict and to draw inferences and conclusions. So I think there's very much an organic aspect to intuition as well that we can develop. U.S. here says, I would love it, David. Please do weekend healing intensive, please. Kichi says, interested. Ishan says, where is your course? Well, most of our courses right now are scheduled for Las Vegas or Orlando. Um, healing intensives will be in San Diego unless they get too big and then we move them to Vegas. But the, my, my, my intention for the healing intensives is to keep it at a very small group. So you get huge amounts of attention throughout the entire three days that you're here. Cynthia says, I would... WW, not sure what that is. Um, big fan of your magic frame. However, a lot of people say that's a short-term solution to a problem that requires exception of bullshit. Bullshit. No. More often than not, when you frame something, it's done. Uh, if it goes away and comes back, it's another issue that's related to the first one, but it's not the same one. Um, and when you have those more compli complicated problems, then you need to go to regression and you're probably gonna use magic frame inside of regression anyway. But no, these people that are saying it's a short-term solution aren't using magic frame or they're not using it right. Hey David, do you recommend the book Transformations? Yes, absolutely, great book. Rishav Sowal, why is someone interested in you the first day and the second day they're just not interested? How to solve this? Chances are, if they're interested in you the first day and not interested in you the second day, is because you didn't take, you didn't put enough interest in them. Um, usually, what happens is people tend to like people and to become attracted to people who make them feel good about themselves. And what tends to happen, and I'm assuming, I'm, I'm going to make an, an, an assumption here that you're talking about a first date scenario. When most people go out on a first date, they spend all their time trying to impress the other person, which means by default, especially if you're male, you spend all of your time talking about you. Okay, you need to get the three magic questions videos, watch that, take, take it, uh, go out into the world and see if they're still, you're still getting the same results. Chances are you'll probably wind up getting a lot of phone numbers and a lot of callbacks and requests for second dates. Um, let's see here. How do you open the third eye? Give it a guilt, shame. Thank you for listening to the Unlimited Influence Reprogram Your Subconscious Mind with Dr. David Snyder. Stay updated by visiting at www.davidsnydernlp.com and follow social media accounts. If you want to reprogram your subconscious mind, don't hesitate to call me at 858-282-4663 and we can talk more about what your mind has to offer.